Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for February 24th, 2021. It's a wonderful Wednesday out here. It was 52 degrees today. Can you believe that? After several weeks of not even peaking above 40, we had this random 50-degree weather, uh, and I went out for a run in shorts and a short sleeve shirt, and it was marvelous. I'm as much as I enjoy the winter, I am ready for the spring. So let's check in. How are you doing? What's going on on Wednesday? Let's do our daily exercise, an affirmation, you might even call it, though I don't want to tread into Stuart Smalley territory, if you will. Let's let's affirm what we did today and what we can do better tomorrow. Well, my main thing that I did today was I recorded another module for Pluralsight, and I uh, feel pretty good about that. <laughs> I, know, I know this is just part of my day-to-day thing, but when I get one of them done, it just feels so nice to know that it's in the can and off to the editor, and I am done with it, and I can move on to the next thing. I can cross something off my task list, and that always feels good. The thing I need to work on for tomorrow is I really need to start checking my calendar more uh, closely to make sure I don't have any meetings that I am completely unprepared for because, well, that might have happened a little bit today. So, you know, little, little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, overall, not a bad day, though. Better than yesterday, if it's to be believed. Now, the thing that I wanted to bring up today, the thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is a combination of two separate conversations that I've had over the last week. One was, well, it wasn't really a conversation. It was a Twitter thread that I commented on and got a response from. So Corey Quinn, aka Quinnipig on Twitter, was talking about what he recommends for those who are in industry working for either a vendor or working for, you know, a regular company. And his recommendation was, if you are looking to maximize your income, you should be interviewing pretty frequently. That means even if you're happy at your current job, if you're trying to figure out what your going rate is, what's your market rate? How much are you worth? How much should you be getting paid? The biggest thing you can do for yourself is to interview. And that's not necessarily because you want to leave the place that you're currently working for. It means if you interview and you're successful in your interview, you're going to get an offer. And that offer is going to help determine what your going rate for going rate is in the marketplace. So that is a great way to determine how much you're worth. The other thing it does is it sharpens up your interviewing skills. That seems like a pretty good idea, especially since you never know when the next round of layoffs might come through your workplace. And as much as you enjoy who you work for, you have to remember that they're beholden to the bottom line, not you. You are expendable as an employee. And as much as it may pain them to do so, they will kick you to the proverbial curb, as it were. So always having your interviewing skills sharpened is probably a good move. So the thread went on like that for a little bit. And I posed the question, what would his advice be for someone who's an independent consultant? Because I am not going to inter. He pointed out that he doesn't go on interviews frequently anymore because now he's the head of the Duckbill Group. And if his employees saw him going on quarterly interviews at other companies, they might get a little worried. They might be a little concerned that he's either trying to sell the company or jump ship because something's wrong. Now, obviously, that might not be the case, but that could be the impression that his employees get. 
I don't have employees. I'm an independent consultant. However, I posed the same question. Would you recommend that I go interviewing? And he came back and said, basically, as an independent consultant, first of all, you're not worried about getting fired. And you're getting signals from the marketplace of how much you're worth with each new client that you bring on. And that has definitely been my experience. While it was difficult to price what I was doing, as I do it more and I push towards the ceiling of what I think I can charge and get pushback from clients, that allows me to find the middle ground on how much my services are worth. And I can do that dynamically with each client. So I'm getting the same sort of feedback that I would get through an interview process if I was trying to become a full-time employee at a particular place, but I'm getting it with each new client that I bring on. And I sort of experienced a similar thing when I was working for a value-added reseller and we would write up SOWs for prospective clients. And part of the magic of pricing those SOWs was kind of seeing what the client was willing to pay and figuring out what the going rate was for uh, different projects in the marketplace. So there's a lot of that. And so if you are a full-time employee and you're trying to assess what your going rate is, then interviewing is probably a great way to do that and getting job offers. And you don't have to take them, though you have to admit, if you do get a job offer and it's like double what you're making now, you can come to your current employer and say, hey, uh, I have to take this if you can't you know, double my salary or something along those lines. So anyway, that was one part of the conversation, but it also led me to think about the future and would I ever go work for a vendor or a, become a full-time employee? And I would certainly say from the vendor perspective, right now, the answer would be no, I would not go work for a vendor. And the reason is relatively straightforward. If I go work for a single vendor, I can no longer do any work for other vendors. Now, true, I would become a full-time employee, but now I would be full-time focused on one, probably one product. Let's say tomorrow, and that I'm just spitballing, this is not actually happening, but let's say tomorrow, HashiCorp came along and said, hey, we want you to be a developer advocate or a product manager for Terraform. That's not gonna happen. I'm just... This is totally theoretical. But if that were to happen, I would have to think about, do I want that one piece of software, that one program to be my sole focus for the next however many years? Whereas in the situation I'm in right now, as different clients hire me to do things, I get to work with different types of software and hardware, which means I'm not beholden to a single vendor and I get to kind of play the field as it were. I'm, it's an interesting way to think of it, but that's the way I feel right now is I'm a free agent and I can sign on periodically with all these different clients, but I'm not tied down to a single client, a single vendor, a single job, a single set of responsibilities. So at this point, going to work for a vendor would actually be ruinous to the work that I'm doing now. And then I'd have to reestablish myself later if I ever chose to leave that vendor. Now, that's not to say that working for a vendor is bad or that working for a regular organization is bad. There's plus and minuses to every employment situation. But I think now that I've done 
well, I haven't worked for a vendor, but now that I've worked for a consulting agency, regular organization, and for myself, I can see what the different options are. Maybe sometime in the future when I get tired of managing a business and I just want to be heads down on focused on one thing, that would be a good time for me to try working at a vendor and see how that fits. But for the time being, I am very happy with what I'm doing. And I'm very happy talking to you and doing this daily check-in. So if, uh, you know, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Do you think that uh, constantly interviewing once a quarter makes sense? Is that too much pressure? Would you be able to get the time off? Would your employer get suspicious or fire you out of spite? I mean, you should probably run away from that employer if that's the case. But I'm curious what your thoughts are on this whole this whole concept and the concept of working for yourself versus working for others and the pluses and minuses of that. So if you have ideas, comments, opinions, or even questions, hit me up on Twitter. It's Ned1313. Uh, if you like what I'm doing, you can always support me on the Patreon. I start at a mere $2, and that includes not only this beautiful daily podcast, which you get for free anyway, but also a weekly newsletter that I publish every Monday on Patreon only that tells you what I am up to for the week and what happened in the previous week. So like I said, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now. 